the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome back to Sports Day WA. Let's update the cricket for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, Travis said all the fanfare, they thought he was going to open the batting with Dave Warner, Mitch Marsh was going to go down to either three or four. Well, Travis Head is not playing in the World Cup match against the Netherlands. Cam Green, by the way, has come in to replace Marcus Stoinis, who's got a bit of a calf niggle, so he's been rested as well. Uh, so Marsh out for nine. He went for a pull. Uh, he skied it. It went straight up in the air, and uh, Ackerman, uh, Ackermanus, or Ackerman, Ackerman took the catch off uh, Van der Beek. Yes, you went for a pull shot, boys. They're all, they're, all, they're all giggling, actually, in the producer's area. The ball is short. There is a shot in cricket called the pull, and that's exactly what Marsh tried to implement. Smith is 21, not out. Warner is 21 as well. And the run rate, 5.89. We're in the 10th over, and Australia won for 53 against the Netherlands, all thanks to Polaris. Plate clearance deals on now. Little things really entertain small minds. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. And now, it gives me great pleasure because they are all the rage uh, at the moment here in Perth, throughout Western Australia. We're talking about the Matildas. And, of course, you can chat with mates. Uh, mate, fair dinkum internet without the fuss. And joining us... Is one of the stars of the Matildas, has played over 100 times for a country, played with distinction. Longevity has been the key to her success. And we're talking about Emily Van Egmont, and she joins us on the program. Emily, thanks for your time. Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Great to have a chat to you again. Uh, what was training like? 35 degree heat. Uh, is all the squad basically assembled now? Because I know you are waiting on a few players connected with the Arsenal Football Club to arrive. Yeah, everyone's here now. Um, good to have the the whole squad back together. Um, and yeah, what can I say? This this beautiful Perth weather uh, turning it on for the for the Matildas. Any time uh, to go down to the beach and have a bit of a frolic in the ocean? Uh, I wish we I wish we could, but obviously since landing, it's it's been all business as we've got three really important games coming up. What was training like today? What's the general feel inside the squad? Uh, of course, getting together for the first time since the FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah, vibes are high, mood's great. Uh, good to see the girls again. It's It's been a while since we've all seen each other, so to be able to come back together and, and focus on these three games ahead is is always a pleasure. Emily, it's interesting when you look at the basis of the squad. Sam Kerr made a debut for the Matildas in 2009. You debuted in 2010, and then Caitlin Ford the year after 2011. And the year after that, uh, we had uh, Catley, Gorry, Kennedy, Rasso, Arnold. You're almost like a... A family within a family, aren't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, we've we've all been fortunate enough to grow up with with one another from a young age, and to be able to continue our careers here on the international level is is something really special. And um, you know, part of the reason why we you know we have such good chemistry within this group. So, how important is uh, those names that I've just mentioned to try and nurture some of the young talent that now are experiencing something special with the profile of the Matildas? We're talking about Courtney Vine and some of the other youngsters that are in the squad. Yeah, for sure. I think you know it's it's always 
um, the way as a senior player, you, you have younger players coming in and, and ultimately, you know, you you want to make sure you, first of all, you set the set the bar high of um, what's accepted and what's not. But um, yeah, I think credit to those girls who have come in. They've, you know, they've they've done remarkably well and um, they, they deserve to be here. So it's, it's exciting times. It is exciting times. Exciting times for the Matildas. Exciting times for football in this country. And exciting times for the Perth people and people in Western Australia. You played in that game, and I know you've commented on it, that friendly against Thailand back in 2018. You won comfortably 5-0, and there was just over 7,500 people uh, that attended that game at HBF Park. And here we are now... Five years on, and over 100,000 people will cast their eyes on the Matildas. So the explosion of interest has just been astounding, hasn't it? Yeah, it's amazing to, to think back five years, you know, to to just have shy of 8,000 people coming out, and, and now we've got a sold-out crowd. It's it's amazing, and, um, yeah, the way that Australia's really got behind this team is is really special and I know the girls uh, thrive off it. So we're excited to obviously have our first opening game against Iran at HBF, but um, the big one obviously at the stadium coming up. Yeah, and it's officially a sellout. All three games are sold out. So 60,000 here at Optus and over 20,000 tomorrow night and next Wednesday at HBF Park. We saw some very entertaining football play during that FIFA Women's World Cup and a lot of the purists really enjoyed the way the Matildas played, the standard of football and the way you knock the ball around. Uh, Are we likely to see a similar uh, type of play in these three games? Yeah, for sure. I think for us, it's obviously building now of the success of the World Cup. Um, there's an Olympic Games on the horizon, and and that's obviously our um, our short term goal is is to be there in Paris. So for us, it's it's all about getting the results in these three games. As as we know, it's it's not going to be easy, and we always look to put our our best foot forward. And, of course, this is all about the Paris Olympics uh, qualification for that in 2024. And you've sampled the Olympics when it comes to international football at the Games. You were there in Rio in 2016. And of course, Tokyo 2020, where you just failed to get a bronze medal, beaten 4-3 in the bronze medal playoff after losing 1-0 to Sweden in the semi. How special is it uh, to maybe win a gold medal at the Olympic Games, considering uh, the money that there is around for men's and now women's football around the world? Yeah, it's it's obviously in the back of everyone's mind and ultimately, you know, you're not going just to make the numbers up, you're going to win and, um, you know, the, the World Cup showcase just how competitive um, the game's getting, especially on, on the women's stage. So for us, it's the first job is obviously getting there and um, hopefully we can do that um, you know, within the next few months. And, and the first leg of that is these games here in Perth. Do you enjoy the Olympic uh, format, the fact that uh, the Matildas can play in the Olympics? And you know, there's some very elite sports people, like, you know, Roger Federer and NBA basketballers that love to get a gold medal at the Olympics, even though there's no monetary uh, gain associated to it. It's something special. Is that the same feeling for you and the Matildas players? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, as an athlete, you dream about these things and the fact that we're going to have the, the chance and the possibility of potentially uh, going and, and then obviously meddling is, is you know, it's it's something we all we all look forward to. Who do you think out of the three nations that you'll take part with Iran, Philippines and Chinese Taipei over the next week, who do you think will offer the Matildas the sternest opposition? Yeah, look, I think um, everyone's investing and, and throwing 
huge amount of resources now into the game. I think um, everyone's getting better and, you know, you can't take any of these teams lightly. It's They're all going to pose a, a bit of a different challenge for us. But um, at the end of the day, we, we back ourselves. And, yeah, for me, obviously, the Philippines, um, you know, they're coming off the back of, of being in the World Cup as well. So um, they're, they're definitely one to keep our eye on. But for us, it's the first game against Iran. We need to, to make a statement in that first game and get off uh, on the right foot. We're talking to Emily Van Egmont, uh, who's one of the stars of the Matildas. After all, she's the fourth highest capped of all time, four World Cups, a couple of Olympics. And like a bottle of red wine, we've said it many, many years, uh, many times, you're getting better with the years. Uh, it doesn't look like Emily Van Egmont is prepared to maybe hang up uh, the Australian Matildas shirt in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, we'll we'll take it, uh, you know, game by game. But at the moment, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying. It. I love I love that line. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> it is fantastic. You started playing football at a very young age, and I know your dad, uh, as we know, Gary Van Egmont, uh, played for the Socceroos and also was heavily involved in the old National Soccer League and the A League. I gather he was the driving force for his daughter to play the round ball game. Yeah, for sure. He's been huge for my career and without him, I don't think I'd have the career I've had to date. So I'm obviously very fortunate to have to have him as a father figure. Is it true that when you came back from Germany, you came back and played with your childhood club, the Newcastle Jets? And I think Craig Deans may have been the coach who also played for the glory many years ago, was the coach of the Newcastle Jets. And somehow they worked a deal that made you get back to Newcastle and play. And it was the first paid transfer in the W League. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it was something along those lines. I mean, yeah, credit to the Newcastle Jets and obviously Craig Dings at the time to, to help me get out of that and to get back and, and playing some games as it was an important part um, and time for me um, to be getting some more game minutes um, off the back of my stint in, in Germany. And, yeah, again, just fortunate enough to have the backing of that club at the time and, and obviously the head coach and Craig Dings. <laughs> After you finish these World Cup or well, through the Olympic qualifiers, you will head back to the United States because you play with the San Diego Wave, even though the season, I believe, has just concluded and uh, you finished on top after the regular season. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. We've just won the Shield there, so we'll be look, looking to hopefully go on better and win this semi-final um, as soon as this window is finished here for international duty and hopefully make the championship couple of final questions, Emily. I know you're busy and I thank you very much for your time. This is the second chat we've had within a week, which is great from my point of view. I'm not sure what you feel about it, but I appreciate your time. Um, is it believe you've known Sam Kerr since she was about 14 or both of you are roughly the same age? Yeah, I'm, I think I first met Sammy when I was about 13 or 14 at a, um, at a, junior, at a junior national team camp, yeah. And what was she like then? She was just the same as what she is now, pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, is she the practical joker in the rooms? Yeah, she's you know she's great. She's um, you know she's she's top for for the group. She's our captain. She's our leader. You know her her success um, both on and off the pitch obviously speaks for herself. And the most important thing is she's just you know a well-rounded, great person. And uh, really the right leader for the team as far as the on-field captain? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, she's led our team now for a numerous amount of years and we've we've had quite a bit, bit of success with Sammy at the forefront. So, um, you know, she's, she's a natural-born leader. Um, she enjoys...
enjoys it. And the most important part is she's she's always stayed humble and true to herself. Well, it's exciting times for you. We've just finished the FIFA Women's World Cup. We're now playing these uh, qualifiers for the Olympic Games in Paris. I know you recently got engaged, which is very exciting for you. When you, your playing days are over, will you settle in the States or will you come back to Australia or you haven't made your mind up yet? Uh, I'm not too sure at the moment. I mean, we'll see how it all pans out. Never know what the future holds um, post-footballing uh, career. But, yeah, um, I'm sure whatever it is, it'll it'll be an exciting time. I'm really looking forward to it. I know over 100,000 people and the ones that couldn't get tickets are looking forward to it. Uh, walk into Perth, enjoy the hospitality, and more importantly, enjoy the football, Emily. And thanks very much for your time. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, good on you. Uh, Emily Van Egmont, uh, just an absolute star of the Matildas and will play such an important role in the three games coming up. The first one, of course, uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock kickoff. All thanks to Mate. Score a mobile deal as good as a Sam Kerr worldie with Mate. And as you heard in the chat, she's pretty good mates with Sam, who is actually a real character inside the rooms. Uh, for our friends at Irrigear is here to save time and water. Let's update the cricket for you. Australia one for 70. Smith is 36 off 30 balls. Warner is 23 off 25 balls. And uh, the man out was Mitch Marsh. He was out for nine. We're in the 12th over, one for 70. The current run rate, 5.92. And that's for Irrigear which offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. We'll take a break. On the other side of the break, uh, we'll come back with more. Don't go away. This is Sports Day WA. Cam Bancroft is not far away. And you can join us anytime on the Tempera Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. The Scarborough Toyota Open Line. Call Peter Vlahos anytime on 13 12 55. Sell your car to Scarborough Toyota in Osborne Park. They buy all makes and models. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day.